Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Spiritual Breath with your boy JT. I have a question, and maybe some of you out there can help me out. You know, it, 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 we're talking about this pandemic, and I told you I really don't want to talk about it, but it's something that came to my mind and I want to share with you all. You know what gets me is for the first time, maybe in, in years or first time ever, I don't know, but we have a pandemic, and they label it as a pandemic because it's global. That means that everybody within the world has known of it or came in contact with it or or somewhere present in that area that they live in. That this pandemic kills. I mean, like rapidly kills. I mean, like people catch it on one day and die the next or a week later or within 14 days or whatever the timetable is, they they die or they have such a scar uh, from the interaction with the, the disease that now their life could excuse me, be shortened, you know, because it attacks their lungs or whatever it attacks, but whatever it attacks, it leaves such a scar that it ages the body up. That's what I hear. Now, I can't say that's 100% true, but one thing I do know that's 100% is that people are dying from this, this, this epidemic or pandemic, I'm sorry. And here's my question to you all. If you know that this is a killer, right? And you know that it's killing people off. Why are people not running to Christ? You know, think about it. Most of the time when people get fearful, they'll go and try God. Hmm. I don't see that happening. I mean, you all go to church or on Zooms or whatever meeting place. I don't see a lot of people crying out and say, I yield unto God. I mean, if anything, they're expecting him to continue to do what he do by keeping them safe and sound but not setting some type of allegiance to him. You know, no kind of connection or relationship. Just on that, hey, that's your job thing. Isn't that amazing to you all? For the first time, we're seeing people talk about this is going to be the ends of the ends, but yet you still see that they think that it's going to change and they'd rather not choose God. I mean, like, no way are they considering the option that this is an attention getter. And for you leaders and, and, and people that are saved, sanctified, and, and, and practice this Christianity, what are you doing to win those people over? You don't even take advantage of this. The greatest evangelistic effort now, where people in a sense of panic, you should be there sowing the seed of interest, telling them about how good this God that you serve is, how he's a way maker, how he's even protecting them now. But you're not. You're so paranoid and so scared that this thing is going to hit you and come to your house that you're too scared to tell the conversation with somebody else to tell them how good God is. If you go 14 days and you ain't got this virus, you should be telling God, thank you for that. And you all been going since March or whenever this thing hit the United States and haven't lost a thing, job, relationship, family members, nothing. Life has been the norm. If anything, you're getting paid more money than what you did when this pandemic didn't exist. But yet you won't sit there and celebrate God. You know what? What I really believe is you're just as bad as them. Them meaning the unsaved. Because you serve a God that is doing this, but you won't even respect him. You won't even give him praise, but yet you're fearful of the fact of what man say may happen, but you're not trusting God in what he said won't happen. And then if that be the case, there's a scripture in the Bible where Moses talked to, uh, shared with us that during the time of death, when God released the deaf angel to go and kill the first of, uh, of all, 
He told him, just put the blood stain on the, on the door. I'm paraphrasing it. And anybody within that house would not be uh, fall victim to that, that, that issue. Well, can't you believe that's the same thing that's happening right now? There's a death being released right now that's killing off a lot of people. But look at God has kept you. And you don't feel that it's time now that you go and share that information with somebody else. You just sit there and keep it to yourself as if. But then you sit back and talk about, yeah, God is able to do this stuff. But yet you won't go share what he's done to you thus far. You all don't even celebrate that he woke you up this morning and put you in his right mind. And to thank on him, if that's what you do. You look at your kids every day and only thank God that none of them are sick. Nothing's wrong with them. I mean, before this, you could even thank him for that. But you don't. You only thank him for him keeping your job. Or if you didn't have a job, still bringing means in to keep your house together. Your husband, your wife, your kids, even your dog. Nothing you're not grateful for. So I can understand. I guess that is my answer. I can understand why you don't go out and tell people about the goodness of God because you don't even appreciate them. So sad. But it's amazing how you church people decide to worship God when it benefits you. But when he does something every day for you, you can't celebrate him. But I bet you this, if you were one of the people that had that virus and you was up there struggling to breathe, I bet you you won't have no problem calling on his name, asking him to heal you, asking him to make right. Or if your family member was there, I bet you don't have no problem sending a prayer up on their behalf, could you? You would sit there and pray and pray and pray until something changed. And then when it changed, you would say, thank you, God. Maybe. But does that push you to go out and say even more? Does that push you to get in the byways and highways and tell people about how good you are? No. You know what? It's so sad that this is the greatest evangelist movement ever created in our lifetime. Probably my lifetime. Depends on what your age is. But you're not taking advantage of it because you yourself don't even appreciate what he does. Shame on you. You always have to think about that people are looking at you and how you respond to this pandemic. And they may choose rather than not to follow Christ based off of your action. You're not positive. Nor did I say you have to go out there and say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He did that. I'm not saying that. But wasn't the last time you mentioned to someone about their lifestyle? And say, hey, you know what? Have you ever thought about God? You know, right now with all this happening, you know, he's keeping us. He's sustaining us. Do you ever go through that spill with somebody? I know. Half y'all listen. Yeah, I do that. I do that. And you're lying to yourself. You got family members right in your house that's not saved. And you don't even encourage them to question it. Oh, I tried it. They just say, leave me alone with it. Did you think about revisiting that? Especially with a time such as this. Especially when you see them then being laid off from the job, not knowing how to make it happen. Could that be a good pitch for you to say, you know, God's trying to get your attention. He's allowing this to happen so you can see that he's a way maker. That he can make things happen for you. That he wants you to trust him. He wants you to become part of him. Or he wants to become part of you. I mean, has that ever dawned on your mind? I mean, you walk around, countless people, you meet them in the store. Yes, you don't really want to talk to them because you have uh, these things happening in your life and things. But still, it's an opportunity for you to share the goodness of God. I, I, I just don't understand you. I really don't. I don't know what it's going to take for you to finally give in and change. What is it going to take for you to finally decide that you're the leader of this? That people are expecting you to shine a light to help them out. You know, some people don't know how to get to God. They just believe it. There is a way. And what if that way is supposed to come through you? Well, you guess what? We fail. 
because you're too busy worrying about what you need to worry about instead of trusting God and sharing that goodness with somebody else. I don't know y'all. And you call yourself a Christian, a follower of Jesus Christ, who told you to go out and make disciples. Yeah, go out and make disciples. How are you supposed to make disciples? You yourself don't even know if you serve the right God. Yep, that's what I said. Because you all are not grateful for the gifts of life that he gives you on a daily basis. Nor do you feel that you need to share that goodness. The Bible says, how do you overcome the adversary? He said, by the, the words, uh, by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. Testify about the things of God. People are not going to run, all run to you and say, hey, tell me about God. But maybe they would if you would start telling them, planting seeds. The Bible said one plant, one water, and he gets to increase. When are you going to start planting good things in people? When you don't remind, why you don't remind them that had it not been for God's grace over your life, this thing could have been worse off. Even for those that, that have uh, came under that, that, that pandemic. Did you go talk to him and say, man, ain't God good? He brought you back from there. He could have let you die. Look, many people have died. I'm not sitting up here and telling you to beat anybody down with the words, but I'm just telling them to plant a seed for them to think on. It may not be for you to finish the process, but if you plant something good in it, you never know what the outcome's going to be. But then again, we do know you're going to be blessed. Especially because you're going out there and doing what God has told you to do. You're making disciples, even if you don't finish and see their discipleship or their full connection. But at least you're putting a seed in them for them to thank on. The greatest uh, evangelist movement ever created is now. And I want to encourage you to go out there and do something about it. Man, if you can't go outside, pick up your phone. Text everybody on your phone. Let them know God is good. Send an encouraging text out to everybody on your, on your, on your, um, in your contacts or your phone. Send some emails out. Why are you scared somebody's going to disconnect with you? Uh, if you send them a text message or an email, then they wasn't connected to you in the first place. What do you have to lose? Because nine times ten, you don't talk to everybody in your contact. You only talk to a few. But what if everybody in your contact knew? I mean, that should be a challenge. Just reach everybody out in your contacts, on your, on your cell phone, or your email, and let them know God loves them. See what kind of response you get. Or do you know Christ? Or are you interested? Can I have five minutes to talk to you about changing your life? I see people every day soliciting for different businesses and stuff of that nature while we're in this pandemic. Selling your house, owning your house, start your new project from home, start your book. Everybody can think of how to make money. But how many people are called out and say, hey, listen, I just want to know, do you know Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior? And would you be interested in a few minutes? Or can I interest you in something that may change your life? And see who responds back to you. Because you never know. Somebody may be looking for that one call out that will change their life and they'll yield to God. But if they don't, so be it. At least you tried. And there's other people that you get in contact with that you probably can reach out to. Or ask God to show you who to get in contact with. As long as you're trying, God is going to supply you. And even if he don't give anybody to you, at least he knows that you're willing to go out and do. And when the opportunity comes for you to go, He'll send you and you'll be ready to go. But not trying, not sharing, that's a no-no on everybody's list. I don't know. You said you serve God. You serve, you trust him. Do something about it. Take advantage of the opportunity that you're given. But in all means, y'all stay safe out there. God got us covered. Hmm. Does he really? Or maybe you want like the others, taking advantage of his goodness and his kindness. 
and you don't want to do anything about it. How do you call yourself a saint who believes in everything that God does and will do in his word, but yet you won't go out there and do the one thing he's telling you to do? Again, go and make disciples. Thank you.